0: Welcome to All In, I'm Rick Jordan. Today, I'm the CEO of a large technology company, but in 2007, I lost it all. And now I'm here to share the lessons I've learned and the strategies my guests have used to build success from the bottom up. And In every episode, you'll get something to reach for and something to grab onto, whether it's personal development, business, technology, or giving back. You'll be able to ignite the spark in your life to make that change and transformation. So 10 years down the road from now, You'll be able to look back and say i don't even know that person that i was i'm so glad i decided to rise i'm so glad i decided to stand up and actually begin to start to ignite the spark to go all in hey welcome back to all in with rick jordan i am rick jordan today is a very special episode the host has become the guest Things were flipped around a little bit and I was on this amazing show being interviewed. Here we go.
1: Hi, I'm Natalie Jill, fat loss expert turned high performance coach. When odds are stacked against us, how do we shift and create everything from nothing? How do we level up when we aren't feeling it yet or we've had a big setback? On this podcast, I'll be talking to some of the most inspiring and courageous men and women on this planet who at their worst learned how to achieve success greater than they ever dreamed possible, leveling up and creating everything from nothing. Rick Jordan is taking the business world by storm with the first ever of its kind all in growth conference right around the corner. Now, Rick is a serial entrepreneur, ordained pastor, and an incredible thought leader who has spoken at NASDAQ and Harvard. But today, that is not what I'm interviewing him about. You see, after overcoming many of his own personal setbacks, failures, and even a near death health scare, He is committed to his vision of helping others achieve their vision. You see, many get stuck believing that they had no idea what their passion, purpose, or vision is, but Rick, he disagrees. He feels that people do know their vision, passion, and purpose deep down, but it's the how that gets them super stuck. And he's committed to teaching that how. Now I did not want my conversation with Rick to end. His contagious energy is unbelievable. It is no surprise that he enrolled some of the world's top business leaders into sharing it all at his upcoming conference. Join in today and learn exactly how Rick Jordan leveled himself up and now levels others up to create everything from nothing. I'm so excited today to have Rick Jordan here on Leveling Up. I am dying to talk with you today because my gosh, you're the master of creating the how from the vision.
0: That's what I try to do, yeah. But, yeah, I would say I'm the master. There yeah. we go.
1: Yeah. So we were talking right before we started recording, and we were talking about uh, people getting stuck in their vision. And we he brought up that it's not that people t- necessarily get stuck in their vision. They get stuck in the how they're going to make it happen.
0: It blocks them. It's a brain block to actually go after and pursue their dreams. Yeah. That's what I've seen. You know, I've never really struggled with that, but I've noticed that because it it's probably because I have a screw loose, you know, <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> you know, it, it could be because it most have that, that natural, Hey, maybe I should think this through. Yeah. You know, me, I don't, I just go after it and I figure out the how along the way.
1: Yeah. You know, I hear that a lot. And especially with, with really successful creative entrepreneurs that they, they have the vision, they just chase the vision. They forget the how. Yeah. But what always concerns me about that is the rest of people, which is the majority of people, they think they don't have a purpose or a vision. That's what comes up. And, how do you think it's Mm. possible? Like, do you think, do you believe that people don't have a purpose and a vision and, or is it really just that they have it and they're afraid of the how?
0: There's a lot of, that's a, that was a lot of questions. Yeah. I'll, I'll dissect that if that's cool. There's uh, first, I feel that everybody has a purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, there's this foundational belief that I have. I even have this canvas outside of my wall in my office that says serve first. You know, I have the tagline that says, and the money will always follow, but that's how I attack everything in life is that if it's from a position of service where you're trying to help others, then you're going to accomplish success, period. Mm. You know, the how, when it comes to that, my experience is it kind of falls into place. Doesn't mean you have to just sit and wait around for that to come find you. You should absolutely go after and try to find the ways that you need to put these puzzle pieces together, Mm. which is where I try to help people also. But yeah, everyone has a purpose. Some may just be trying to figure that out.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people are trying to figure it out. So take us back a little bit because I know you said you were fired from the last job you had years ago. (laughs) And now you're uber successful in the tech space and with events that you're creating. So take us back. Like who were you before all that?
0: You got it. I'll take you way back, right? Well, first off, you have to put about 80 pounds more on me than where I am right now. Now I'm lean. I've got good muscle mass, you know, but that didn't come with a lot of adversity either. Without a lot of adversity. 12 years ago, I I like to say I was fired from the last job where I ever worked for somebody else. Okay. And that was from Best Buy.
1: And why were you fired from Best Buy?
0: (laughs) They eliminated an entire B2B division. Mm -hmm. And I wrote the sales playbook for them. Because oh, wow. it's before that. If I get back up the clock a little bit more, I was the very first Geek Squad agent in Chicago, okay. but one of seven in the whole nation. So I had the whole thing. I, I could get you some photos. They're a little embarrassing, yeah. but I don't care. It's who it's what I, I was. Use who Geek I am. Geek
1: Squad. I'm very familiar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right on.
0: I was one of the first seven. Okay. You very, really yeah, were an OG on that. Right on. They, they go by badge numbers, you know, and all oh. that too. Mine was in the low 100s of where it all started, which was great, and. I think I still have that, don't I? My wife's here with us too. Yeah, (laughs) but I I don't know. I think my kids play with it now or something, you know. But I, um, it's—I don't know. It's a security fun thing. I told you, I go off on squirrels. You know, that's That's part part of my show too. (laughs) Even insert a little squirrel noise when I do this. (laughs) So I was the very first Geek Squad agent. However, I would go out. You know, I was a project manager before that in the tech space. I just got into it because I was good at it. It's what—I guess at that point, I didn't really know what my Mm -hmm. specific purpose was. In that yeah. moment, but I just knew that I wanted to help people.
1: But I think a lot of people do that. They just do what they're good at. Yeah, they hear yeah, they're good at.
0: Absolutely. I, I don't remember who said it, but it was you know between your 20s and 30s. You know, just just do whatever the heck you want and try Mm -hmm. to figure things out. Your 30s in your 30s to about age 40, you have a time period to where you're a little bit more financially stable, you know, and then you might be able to just try some risky things. But when you get into 40s and 50s, you should be solidified at that point. Should be, but some people are not. Exactly. And that's where I think that I have a little bit of a screw loose too, because I'm always going after new things every single day. I'm turning 40 this year. Actually, in yeah. about two months, and I feel like I still have eight hundred different ideas.
1: Oh, I'm your spirit yeah. animal. I'm I'm 48 <laughs> next week, and, awesome. I, and I still have a million ideas. Yes. My husband's waiting for him to stop.
0: Yeah, but uh, I guess it all boils down to one, though. Really, is my one singular purpose and idea and vision is really just to serve others. Yeah, you know, and the how for me can constantly change. Maybe that's a good thing for everyone sure. else to think about. Is the how can always change.
1: So. That's an awesome vision and it's an awesome purpose but did you ever have those questions like but how do I make money doing that or how do I create a business doing that
0: Yeah for sure you know when I was when I was a W2 employee when I was just working for somebody else I never really had that question because my mindset was always, well, I have a paycheck. Yeah. I have a tax return. It's always going to be a W-2 that I get at the end of the year. You know, and it, this was in my early 20s. And you know, some have figured this out that that's not the only way in life already. But for most, that's just what everyone knows. Sure. Is that that's how it is? That's just the way the life is. You you create a budget based off of what your yeah <laughs> tax return is going to be. You know, I mean, I don't even know what a tax return is anymore at this <laughs> point in time because <laughs> you just pay every year. You know, that's just how it goes now at this point. But at at that point, you know, you just say, hey, that's the way life is. Yeah. If I want to get ahead in life, and this is not a bad thing either. Totally. I don't think that it is. If I want to get ahead in life, I need to get that promotion.
1: Yeah, that's how I used to think in corporate all the time. Yeah. It, we, we were depending on corporate the whole time. Like, what it. are they going to do for us? You what got are they going to create?
0: No, when I was working for Geek Squad, I, would go, I was this test market, right? this test subject. I was going into homes, residential, mm-hmm. and... Corporate came to me and said, Rick, you know, out of the seven people that we're testing you w- this with, why is your per-ticket revenue seven times higher than everybody else? Oh, wow. I said, well, why do you think that is? I flipped it around on them. And they said, well, it's because we don't know. That's why we're asking you. And I said, well, think about this. If I talk with somebody, mm-hmm. it's just a natural question. You know, may, I worked for McDonald's you know, when I was 15 years old. Maybe, you know, the whole question, do you want fries with that? You know, the, the upsell as we would call it right now. Yeah. You know, I would just, but this is the service part of it. I would just look around and say, Hey, I'm here already. I see this problem. How about I just take care of it for you? Nobody really ever says no. You're right. When you're right there in that moment, nobody will say no to a solution that's just staring no, them right they in the won't. face. When they're, they're, when they're already in that mode of saying yes, because, and this is a sales tip yeah. too. When they've already said yes once, they're going to continue to say yes. yes. When they've already said, I will spend money, they will continue to say, yes, I will spend if more money. If you ask
1: and present the right way. You
0: got it. Yes. From that position of service, though, I mean, it's a win-win. You're yeah. helping them out. And they're paying you money. Now, totally. I, I didn't get that money in my pocket at that point in time because it was still corporate America. Totally. But then they started knocking on my door and they're like, hey, you know what? You, you've worked in B2B before prior to this. Why don't you help us write this sales playbook? Yeah. I'm like, well, th- this isn't rocket science, guys, but yes, I will train everybody <laughs> on how to do this. So I, I trained the entire nation of Canada for oh the Geek Squad rollouts. You know, it was over a three month period of time. And then I went into just B2B for Best Buy, wrote that mm-hmm. sales playbook. And then they brought in somebody from the West Coast to run the whole thing. And he just ran it into the ground, that division. And they fired 700 people nationwide. Oh my
1: gosh. After it's, you just uh, did all that.
0: You got it. Yeah. Yes. So was
1: it like a letting go of like, we're just getting rid of division or was it like you're fired? Was it in, what were you? What it was was a, yeah,
0: that's, that's a great point too, because there's a, culture is a huge thing for me yeah. now too. And I remember an HR uh, it was like a, a divisional HR vice president okay. or something like that, coaching me on management. I'll never forget this term or this phrase. So, Rick, you can performance manage anybody right out the mm-hmm, door. Mm-hmm. Like, is that really the culture of yeah. this place that I'm working yeah. for? You know, and I don't know how it is now because that's they've been through.
1: That's exactly when I was in corporate with the, yes. what it was too. You could performance manage anyone out of the role. Yeah, That was an right like accepted thing in corporate.
0: It sure is, and that kills me.
1: And I think I did manage people out that way.
0: Oh, I did yeah. too at the time yeah. for sure because that's the that's the mode that we were in. Totally. That's what we were expected to do. Totally. And it never sat right. You yeah. Know, so when it came down to this point in time, even though they were eliminating 700 positions nationwide, they came to me and said, and that was at a regional level at this point. They, They asked me to move to Minneapolis. To be the number two over the entire nation for Geek Squad. Wow. And I said, no, just because I didn't want to live in the cold. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I mean, I'm in Chicago now, you know, and I'm still there. There's but... not a
1: big difference between Minneapolis and Chicago. Oh, my God. There's a huge
0: difference. Oh, no, no. <laughs>
1: Compared to San Diego. Lower,
0: well, okay. Yes. If you're talking relatively, <laughs> They're all <just> yes. We're <laughs> talking the difference between like one foot of snow and 18 feet okay, of I snow, guess you know? have a point. <laughs> Minneapolis. They just are both cold to us. Yes. Right on. So I said, no, and I don't want to move to Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And can I do this from Chicago? No, you can't. So when it came down to eliminating this division, they said, well, we can give you an assistant manager job in one of the Best Buy stores. Oh, my gosh. Or, you know, you can just go away. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> like, oh, great. Well, what do you yeah. mean go away? And they're like, well, you know what? We, we, you've been trying all these things, you know, and I think we can. F-, but this is where it came yeah. to be, to where I started feeling the brunt of that same performance manage anybody out the door sure you can find any piece of junk on anybody out of there Of course, everybody has their holes everybody has whatever even though i, I built up and made them w- mm-hmm. over a billion dollars at that point yeah. it didn't matter they don't care in corporate it, exactly and then everyone was in survival mode at that point and it was just who are you friends with that's it
1: yeah so what was going through your mind? Like, were you, were you thinking right away? Oh, I got to go find someone else to hire me. Were you like, okay, it's time to step on my own. What was, what, did you go into self beat up at all? What was happening?
0: There was never any self beat up at all. This was the moment. Cause I had already been thinking if we bring this full circle back mm-hmm. to where we started six years prior I had always said, you know what, if I ever start a business, there's that mm-hmm. if word, right? Yeah. Now, a lot of my ifs have just turned to whens okay. with everything that I think. But back then, it was if. You know, if I ever start a business, I want to have something that has a recurring revenue yeah. stream. Something, you know, we might call it passive income or totally. you know, I, I just look at it as recurring revenue because I feel like you still have to work for that to keep that. Solidified, Sure,
1: but it's something that wasn't just transactional.
0: You got it, right on. Something that that there's a relationship Mm -hmm. involved and that even if I have people working for me, which I do, I have a great team, they are the ones that really maintain the relationships and I'm just sort of the face now at this point. But still there's that relationship that's established with the clients and that has to be maintained in order to have those high dollars come in.
1: Totally. It's just
0: like coaching. It's just like really any kind of mastermind. It's anything else that's out there. Totally. It's all relationship-based, right? But at this point in time, this was the, the real big shocker, right? I mean, I knew that my wife and I had twins coming, and this was a week before oh. they were ready to be born.
1: I can't even. So, the, I can't. You said you weren't maybe as down and out, but your wife must have been pretty shocked and scared.
0: You know, it, actually, no. no. The, and that, that was the crazy thing, you know. And I, I've realized too, and, you know, as an entrepreneurial male, yeah. you know, I'll put it this way. We don't make it easy on our partners, mm-hmm. on our spouses, sure. our wives, our partners, whatever. And just because we're always going in 18 different directions. Right. But in this, she fully trusted me. And that was another thing that was just, hey, it's time to do this. Mm. There was no question of how at that moment. It was just.
1: So it's interesting because I think there's, I'm sure there's people listening going, okay, I'm. Um, I've wanted to do my own thing, but I just don't, um, I don't know how, and I'm scared to, and then they miss signs like that. So like to what I'm hearing from you is that you were clear. That's what you wanted to do. There's this loud and clear sign in your face like, we're done. Yep, you have to find a job. It. You're out. And rather than you going into the woe is me and having to fix it right away and going into scarcity, you stepped into your vision, where a lot of people really get stuck. They don't hear it as a sign. They go to the woe is me and just get another job, get another let's job, get another job. Let's file for
0: unemployment. Exactly. Yes. Let's, look at, let's put my resume out there right yes. on. Rather than saying, I've had this thing staring me in the face yeah. for six years. Maybe it's just time to go do that. And I... I this is where we were talking. Mm-hmm. Everyone will typically get hung up because I didn't know the how. Yeah, I had no idea. You know, I'm not a college graduate. So I'm let not. me ask
1: you though: Were you financially okay? Because this is a big one. Because if yeah. someone's if all their finances are relying on their job, they don't have the savings, they don't have the big uh, investments, they don't have it, and that's a real scary thing for them. Sure. And I would say most people that are in corporate are living that way. Oh yeah, paycheck to paycheck.
0: We were. That's exactly where we were. So
1: how did you get out of that conversation in your head? Because I get that scared money doesn't make money. I get that yeah. you can't have scarcity going at it. But the cold hard truth is that the person listening might be that. What, yeah. do you, what do you tell them?
0: If you really believe in your vision. Mm. you know, And that's, that's part of it. I know that's really it because there's never been any doubts. And I've had failures along the way and setbacks sure. too, which I'm sure we'll get into. But if you really believe that that's what you're supposed to do, and this comes back to purpose, right? Yeah. And, and figuring that out, I know that I'm supposed to help others. I know that I'm supposed to serve others. I know that right. I'm supposed to help see them transform and figure out that how okay. and put them in an environment, even like events or in coaching or whatever, to where that atmosphere mm-hmm. can help bring them to that mm-hmm, point mm-hmm. and lift them out of that same pit that I was in at that point in time. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean that I didn't have doubts. You know, I was just thinking about this the other day. Yeah. Because uh, even now, I mean, there's big things. Every time you go after something big, there's always doubts.
1: So did you think you just... Did you not listen to your doubts? Like, I have a doubt and just ignore it? And, you got it. Okay. That's about it. That's what I do. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's like what you did too.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. And sometimes you can... The doubts pull at you harder than yeah. others. Yeah, but you have to I'm like sure. force the vision. You I call do. It, you
1: have to like literally operate from your vision.
0: Right on, right on. I, I was doing this the other day. Actually, I was going to get in a you my new Aston Martin. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a fant. I just got it a couple more- months ago, and. It, There's something about that, too, because I fully believe that changing your environment, it really, really helps you change what's on the inside of you and keeps you moving forward. Because it's so much easier to change from the outside in than it is from the inside out. Yes, yes. And that's one of the reasons I got the Aston Martin. You know, that's one of the reasons when I dropped weight, I started wearing amazingly loud clothes. You know, th- because I, I got this thing and I'm just looking at it and I'm going through this, this was just maybe last week, right? I'm going through all these doubts in my head and yeah. you've got that inside voice inside your head saying, well, what about this? What about that? Uh-huh. How are you going to pull this off? And then the only thing that came out of my mouth verbally mm-hmm. was, well, it's going to work. You know, yeah. you have this voice inside your head, but the only thing that was verbalized was yes. that. And I was like, oh, okay. Snapped out of it. Here we go.
1: So there's something I see that's super important with vision. And I'm wondering if you, um, And if you don't agree with me, you can tell me that too. But I think there's a step that people, um, take for granted or miss and that's the validation. And what I mean is when we're in our heads about something not working, I call it a false assumed truth, which is almost like a limiting belief. Like you're, you, you can't see past it. It's, it's stopping you. We seek validation from people like where they say, yes, the market sucks or you're right. No one would want that. Or, um, you're right. You can't lose weight as you get older. Like it's these, these, right? So I think the opposite works with vision too. Like if you're excited and pumped about your vision, if your wife was sitting there going, you can't make this happen, then she'd be validating the wrong way. But if she's validating, I believe in you, I think that helps too.
0: It really does. Absolutely. And it's, um, I mean, who, who would have known, you know, if I think back 12 years ago, I don't think that we would have ended up separating if she mm-hmm. didn't believe in it, mm-hmm. you know, but it, you never know because you need that, especially when you have a partner in life, yeah. you need to have that support both ways. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they're going to agree with you. This is important. If we're talking about the, how it doesn't mean that your partner is going to agree with you mm-hmm. on the, how. Mm-hmm. every single time. Totally. But as long as they're bought into the vision too, you're still leading that bus.
1: <laughs> so when you were taking steps forward, it ha- if she had not believed in your vision, yeah. what would you have done? Would you have found someone that did? Would you have just locked it out of your head? Like what would, what would have been your steps there?
0: I still would have gone after it. And I feel that, that regardless, cause we've been through some things like this too, to where mm-hmm. I've gone after some really big things and just the methods Jaina was not on board with, yeah. you know, I'm not saying that they were weird and unethical. They were just really big and really yes. fast moving. <laughs> that's, that's all that it was. They were just really big, really fast moving. And th- there was a lot of change happening at mm-hmm. one time. And th- that's really what the struggle was, because sometimes when that happens, whoever you're with can ar- almost feel like they're being left behind or they're yes. not changing fast enough. And my personality, and this is just how I always am, is that regardless, I am so sound in the vision that I'm still, still going to go after it anyways.
1: Totally. I love regardless. that. I love that. Okay, so you, you, you're in your vision. And how did you first start? What was your first step? Like, what was your first business that you started on your own and following your vision?
0: Yeah, you got it. It was freelance tech. That's all it was. I mean, right. it was just time for money. Time right? for money. And, and the, yeah, that, that's, that's not the best way of doing things mm-hmm. for anybody that's listening, yeah. you know, but it's a way to get cash yeah. fast. It really is because you, everyone has a skill yep. and everybody else needs the skill that you have. Yes. Even if you think that it's a very demeaning yep. role whatever it is it doesn't matter. It's still something that you can do that everybody else can't. Totally. You know, I can't work with wood, you know, for, to save my life. It. Yeah. <laughs> but I know a dude that does this and he he's had huge teams. I mean, led 150 people yeah. and now it's just him again because that's just who he wants to be. It's just him. He totally. doesn't want a team. But I can't do what he does. He can't do what I do. And he always says, man, I look up to you because you're doing these amazing things. You're on TV, you speak at Harvard, you run huge Mm -hmm. events, you know, all these celebrities. I'm like, well, dude, look at what you do. You know, you, you have an amazing family with, with kids and everything. And I'm encouraging him. He's like, yeah, but I I love it because he's like, you just go after whatever (laughs) you think of, you just do that. Like, well, really you do the same thing. It's just differences in what we want. Totally. And
1: and I love what you just said, because that's another thing I want people to hear if you ever, cause there's so many ups and downs in businesses, but the yeah. fastest way to cash always is your own time. It is absolutely. And but like, like, it's not scalable. Right. That's yeah. true. <laughs> but, it, but, but you can always also learn a new skill and up level. So right that's on. like what you said. And I, I know when I interviewed Dan Locke, one of the big things he yeah. said, he said, people don't have a cash problem. They have a skill problem. So there you go. learning the skills is what gets you into the next
0: level. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, that is. I mean, if you're just looking to start out, that is a You're right on. That is the fastest way to bring in some cash, because at this point, when I was fired, laid off, whatever you want to call it, there was zero dollars coming in. Totally. And newborn twins, I remember they even had to go on the special formula. You know, nowadays you think that, oh, 75 bucks for a can of formula, no big deal.
1: No, but not to mention but, it just dawned on me because we were talking before we recorded. Your kids were, are, it's my daughter's age, so this yeah. was back 2007. You got it with the housing market and financial. Right so you had all kinds of stuff going on, right on. too with this. Yep. So you're laid off in the middle of all that.
0: Absolutely, and it was literally. Decision. I just put that together. <laughs> yeah. It was literally the decision between do I do I buy my kid's formula or do I pay my mortgage? Oh
1: my gosh. I was exactly there by the way. Wow. I was exactly there. That's a whole nother episode.
0: I want to interview you. (laughs) It's a whole nother episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But that, but I get that. So that just hit me when you said your girls were 12, your your twins are 12. Uh, the same thing. So, wow. So, so everyone listen to that. I mean, not only was he laid off going to start his vision. He had a, he had two, not one, two babies on the way in a week. And we had a complete economy crash gotta, that happened. So it's not like you could go and find a job or get help easily.
0: Right on. It wasn't a huge place that we had. It was a 900 square foot condo, kind of in the ghetto just outside of Chicago. You know, But at that point in time, it was worth about 150000 yeah. I remember that. When, the, when it crashed... It went all the way back down to 60K. Yeah. You
1: know,
0: I mean, I know those who lost way, way more than that, of course, you know, I'm actually feeling blessed and grateful that it was only that much (laughs) at the time because we were able to sell it. I became a landlord for years when we finally moved out and I was able to, but that that was the how that I didn't know either. Yeah. It's like, we need to move. And literally it got to the point where we needed to move when we had our third kid. Like there is no more space. Totally. And I had been in freelancing for about three years at this point. Mm. So when there was no more space, it was, okay, now it's time to do this thing for real. Now it's time to launch a, a mm. quote unquote real business to, you know, to file the paperwork with the yes. state. That's really what I, <laughs> what I yeah. mean by that and jump into this full board, build a team and go forward with this.
1: Now, did you have any struggles along the way? Or is it all?
0: Oh, it's never, it, it, Oh geez. <laughs> the, the struggles are just endless, you know? And that, that's another key piece of this too. Even though when you look back, you always feel like you have moved forward from where you were, yeah. you know? And th- that's a key piece of this too, because it, it In hindsight, things always look better, for the most part. Even if you have catastrophic failures, Mm -hmm. you're typically not brought down back underneath the level where you were. Totally. As long as you've built the proper way. It doesn't mean that you might take five steps forward and two steps back, Mm -hmm. but you still will go back to a point to where you know how to rebuild.
1: Well, you also know you have the skill set now. Yes, exactly. And
0: that's why, I mean, there's still the fear in every entrepreneur's head, right, of being broke again. I remember that when we were talking about watches Mm pre-show with your husband. You know, Mm I remember that when I bought my first real time piece totally. you know it was a Bulgari Octo Finissimo. it was just two yeah. years ago when I spoke at Nasdaq I'm like it's a milestone I'm doing this it was mm-hmm. a $20,000 watch yeah you know and I hesitated for just like maybe it two says, seconds we go
1: back to that, that yes we don't want to be there again
0: exactly you never want to be broke again mm-hmm. however if I was I know that it's not going to take long to recover because like you said those skills are there now
1: yes yeah. And you know, th- this whole theme of this podcast is about people that had massive setbacks and failures. Yeah. And there's an interesting theme we've recorded over a hundred episodes and it's like every awesome. single entrepreneur has had several failures yeah. and setbacks. But yeah. what I also want people to know is, well, one, they're not uncommon, but two, they make you even stronger every time. They do. So it's like, they I do. almost start welcoming the breakdown Now That sounds really weird. But like when I'm going to break down around something in my business or something, it's like, okay, what's on the other side of this? Yeah. Cause it's going to yeah. be good.
0: That's good. And it becomes an uplift for you yeah. at that point. Even though that, that doesn't take away from the suck factor.
1: Yeah, it's not, it still feels yeah. sucky, but if you, you, know, you can know that there's something great on the other side, yeah. It's, yeah. it's empowering.
0: There's always reasons for the trials that you're going through. Totally. Sometimes those reasons are because you you messed up. You, yes. you made a big mistake. I've never messed up. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have. And you know, yeah. one of my biggest mess ups, if I, if I can say, yeah, you know, a share, lot of the please. setbacks, and I realized this about two years ago. Yeah and again I just had to fire somebody last week. Okay. And just not a good culture fit mm-hmm. and that's it but he was he was one that I hired 2 years ago and was the last hire that I made this way. Mm. It was because I want to help people so much, you know, and that's the compassion side of me mm-hmm. that I lead with my heart and I, I used to hire with my heart because I see Those, you know, this is why I'm sucked into this whole thing where I need to help other entrepreneurs too, or those that want to be and have this vision because I know that I can help them. I can give them those pieces for the how. I would hire with heart and then they wouldn't be a culture fitter. They wouldn't have the right skills. Yep. You know, and I had a a partner of mine in a business come up and say, you know, we're exactly alike. After he was telling me that we can't hire this guy who was my friend. He's saying, we can't do this. I'm like, well, why, dude? Why, what, yeah. what do you mean? I'm trying to help this guy. He's like, I know. He goes, there's something that's a common ground between you and I. We like to take in strays.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. And that's the same thing some people do with relationship mistakes. Like They yes. hire people to, yes. help, like to help them. Right,
0: right on. That's a, that's a great, yeah, that's a great transcension there. <laughs> I didn't even think about well, that, I, but I, that. Yeah,
1: honestly, I think like being in the space that I'm in, I see the same commonalities in business success as relationship success as that's fat loss success. It's like literally the same things, yeah. just written differently or said differently. Oh, I love that. It's the same stuff.
0: I feel like we could... I don't know how I mean, long you, your show usually goes, yeah. but I feel like we could talk for five I hours. Know. You know. Wait, wait, wait. Seriously,
1: if you think about it, like I was thinking about this at the gym this morning. I'm looking at people working out, and yeah. I'm looking at people looking at themselves in the mirror, and I'm thinking, isn't it interesting? Like I look in the mirror at the gym, and even if I gain 15 pounds... I still see a girl with abs because I had abs at one, you know, yeah, at, that, yeah. at most of my life. I had abs. So to me, if I'm 15 pounds overweight, I'm always getting back to that because I know what that feels you like. Gotta, I'm always working from the vision. Where if someone's never been fit, let's say, and they're looking in the mirror at themselves, all they see is someone who's never been fit and they're not working from the vision. They're like, I can't get there. Yes, I can't get yes. there. So it's just the same you would say in business. Like you you work from the vision and you figure out the how, but, and same with relationships, you have to work from the vision. Yeah, but so many yeah. times people get stuck working from, the place that they're in, like they go, f- try to go from A to B versus from B to A.
0: You hit that on the head, you know, cause I, I t- said I was 80 pounds heavier, mm-hmm. you know, and at the time, this was years ago, I lost this in 2013 right? and it was over a course of maybe about 14, 15 months that I dropped yeah. that weight, you know, and I was just hardcore into it. And, and you
1: also probably at one time in your life was fit or fit before. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. So so you yeah. were still working from the vision. I played baseball
0: for eight years. Yeah, so exactly. So you were working for the vision of that. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. I, I was heavy into uh, I, I never was really into fitness, but I was heavy into sports yes. when I was younger. So you were
1: athletic and you, you got it. the part You knew what it felt like to be in that body. Right
0: on, right on. And, you know, to, I just started doing the corporate thing. Maybe, maybe that's why I don't like corporate so much yeah. either because you get into this. Uh,
1: you're in someone else's vision.
0: Yes, right on, right yeah. on. And that doesn't mean that you can't support other visions. At all, as long as that's your vision to be able to do that, because you can ride the wave of somebody else's vision. I love I have a dude that works for me right now that is amazing Mm -hmm. at supporting other visions. You know, because I, I don't know if you've ever read Traction or Rocket Fuel or anything, yeah, of course, but yeah, exactly. Integrators—he's a huge integrator. Yeah, you know, I'm not
1: an
0: integrator. No, same here. Yeah. It's not that we can't dive down into that for a bit. It's, but it's well, like I can, but I'll
1: fail miserably. Exactly,
0: at it. <laughs> and then we start to get brain yeah. damage too, because yeah. it's not our mode. No, you know. But really, even though people might see you and I as the, these big amazing people, it's really the integrators that can rule totally. the world. You know, and that's why I love that. You know, and, and having them—even integrators can run businesses, even. Integrators can own businesses or be entrepreneurs, you know, because there's still something that they can go after. Yeah. Even if, if it's a program they buy mm. and say, I'm going to go after this and I can put this in place for my life because now I have a process to follow
1: Totally. <laughs>
0: as, an, as an integrator. You know, they can buy one of your programs or whatever, yeah. you know, and, and then go after that. Yeah. And it, th- that's still a vision because the vision is not that program. Itself, the vision is the outcome of that program, making that new life for themselves. Yeah. And the weight loss thing too. It's funny you mentioned that because I used to say, I can't relate mm-hmm. to those who get stuck in those modes because for me, it was a snap decision. And I said, because you you're operating from,
1: from a vision of you already were there. Yes,
0: yeah. right on. And that's where the wrong decision is made. And this comes back to getting stuck in the how. Yeah. Right? Because everyone's like, okay, well, well, what about the how? What kind of calorie count do I have to have? What sort of diet am I going to go on this time? What supplements am I going to take? You know, not, that's now. That wasn't 10 years ago, but that's now. If I can just find the magic supplement, yeah. that's the how. When they're not operating from the vision, yeah. which is just to say my life is going to change.
1: totally. And I'll, I'll share and you'll recognize this because it's the same with business. Is that The number one in all my fat loss uh, testimonials, the number one thing people always say when I say what worked. It's never yeah. the diet or the workout. They always say I decided. That's it. It was literally, excited, Yeah. So it's the same thing. So you decided you were going to be successful Uh with this. Right on. Yeah. So setbacks happen to you, but you constantly stayed attached to that vision.
0: Absolutely. So you You just kept working through it. We can go through the fat loss thing because the way that I did it, you know, I didn't know the how, and this was, uh, this is where not knowing the how sometimes can, or not seeking out help for the how, Mm -hmm. when you, when you're not knowledgeable, you don't have that skill can actually be detrimental to you the way that I lost it, you know, I just went, I knew that it was simple math to me. That's it. Yeah. If you take in less calories than you're expending, you're going to lose weight. Okay, everyone
1: do not listen to him. I
0: know it's bad. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's bad. Yeah I, yeah. I found out that it's very bad. I mean, yes, everything yeah. can
1: work. It's just one of those like, but, and, you know, yeah. like there's the, there's the, so yes, that on a basic level, but like, Having you know two thousand calories of M Ms is very different than having two thousand calories. Oh yeah, of fish exactly. Broccoli.
0: Yep, and I was eating yeah. healthy foods too, you know. Yeah. But I, I made sure that I was, you know, and that's when I switched over to organic, gra- totally. grass fed everything at that point in time. So what I was taking in was it was clean. It was yeah. clean foods. However, the way of losing it, the method, the how, was not good for my health.
1: And but what you're also saying though is the method doesn't really matter. Yeah, it, it, which is true
0: because yeah. you
1: decide. You're clear on your vision. You decide. And it doesn't matter the method;
0: you still achieve it exactly yes. if you
1: are determined. You will achieve it, right on, no matter what. Right on. Yeah, that's fascinating. This, so, did you ever any doubt during business? Like when you, because you said you had lots of setbacks. Did you uh, ever have like maybe I shouldn't be doing this? Maybe I should go get a job?
0: Uh, no. Go, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I wish I had a story like that no, you know, I don't to even, help inspire I'm glad others. You, I'm
1: actually glad but, you don't, because actually that is the point of it. Really, yeah. is that you're when you're committed to your vision, there is no Plan B.
0: There never was.
1: Right, that's so a, I want people to hear that too because if you stay and stuck in that worry and this sucks and maybe I should quit, that's your plan B, and then you are basically telling the universe I don't want my vision.
0: You got it. I, can I sidebar a little bit yeah, on the term side hustle with this because yeah. I feel that that's just a virus in the entrepreneurial okay. community.
1: <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> you know,
0: c- c- coming off of what you're saying there, I, I just did a, an episode on my own show called "Burn the Net." Okay. You know, and the whole thing is, you know, it, it's the metaphor of you know trapeze performers or, or whatever uh-huh. and I say burn the net just because it sounds better than don't use a net you know it's more dramatic right. the way that I say it but uh, you know people will say burn the bridge or burn the boats behind you you know oh, you when said you cross burn over the net. burn the net I thought you said nut oh no 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 net. The not nut. the nut.
1: burn the net I was trying to <laughs> the understand the <N-E-T>. trapeze <laughs> sorry thing. got yes. it I just tried trapeze two weeks ago so <laughs> you? I, I get it now yeah oh, scared fun. to death but oh, I, yes, I yeah. did it. I exactly. did it but I had a net
0: so the, the side And I had a harness. Good. So that, I didn't burn either of those. Well, you didn't have the skills yet, right? I think I'd
1: still have a harness and it. Yeah, net. There you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> I love that. Okay. <laughs> so this might kill my story. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But, so burn the net. Burn the net. Exactly. Okay. Because at that point. Let's say
1: burn the harness.
0: Okay, burn the harness. <laughs> Fine. There, there's your version. I don't version. want to die. Yeah, I'm, I could know fall. I don't that. want to die. You'll keep yeah. the net. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep the net. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I use that phrase and that metaphor just to say, you know what, there is no looking back. Uh, And you need to take away the safety that's there because the safety for those who have this vision that say, I have something that I want to go after, even though I don't know the how at this moment, but I'm gonna get hung up on that how because totally. I still have this cushy W two whatever oh gosh, that's so providing good. me a paycheck every single week. Screw that thing. Yes, you need to stand up and just quit.
1: It's like what par- it. it's like what parents do for their kids. Too, yes, something. like your your kid is 25. Like let's get over it. they yeah. don't need to live in your house anymore. You, <laughs> you got don't need it. To pay for them, right? So there's that. Yeah, yeah. I think and people do it in relationships all the time.
0: Yep, and I've had those that would say, oh well, Rick, you know, you had no choice because you were let go, you know, and that's when you but went that's into this. It's a blessing. That's a it is. Exactly. That was like the last, the last kick, you know, <laughs> that's really all that was because to your point, I could have gone out and looked for another job and I would have been hired. I was very marketable. Yeah. Even in, even in an economy that was poor at that point in time, my field was the only field that was growing during that recession. Mm-hmm. You know, the very marketable, I was at higher levels of management. I was perfect to lead any company, any startup into wherever they were going to go. Yeah. And I could have done that rather than just saying, you know what, I'm going to burn the net. Yeah. Because I don't want this to be a side hustle. I want this to be my whole hustle. Everything that I, I am, that. all in.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I think your brain honestly cannot operate from two ideas. No. Like you're it really, right. if you think, it just even on a most basic level, you can't yep. have two different conversations. So you're like trying to build a business here my and trying to do that. this. Yeah. Like it, you can't ever give it its full attention.
0: Yes, you got it. Yeah. You got so it. that's
1: cool. So you stayed super focused. Okay. So, so tech, you've been super successful with, but that's not your calling. You still have like a bigger picture. Like, tell me, like, where did this event idea come up with? Because you guys, what he's doing, this is fascinating. And I'm going to share more at the end of the show, but he's doing this event. It's something I've never seen done before. It's super cool. And it's addressing exactly what we talked about, about, um, getting people through the how, like, because I always thought we have to help people find their vision. And what he's saying, which I really get now after talking with him is that Everybody has their vision inside of them. What's yeah. scaring people and stopping them is the how.
0: You got it, right? So, how did yeah.
1: this idea come about for you? And tell me more about like what that's all about. You
0: got it, and that, that is where it starts from because everybody knows really what their vision is, and I'm sure some will say, "Well, no, you're wrong, Rick," and it, they will know what at least part of it is.
1: So, can you give me an example of something like just somebody that maybe doesn't think they know their vision? Like, tell me how you would even walk through that with them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would say, "Well, what, what do you like doing? You know, what, what do you?" Let's go back to when you were a kid. Mm. You know, what did you do in your, not in your free time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, when you had no care in the world, what yeah. did you always gravitate towards? Because I can watch my own kids and I can see this in them. Totally. that they always gravitate towards the same thing. My yeah. daughter, instead of going on an iPad, she'll bake. You oh, know? Wow. And I'll always come home to this. It's amazing I don't have those 80 pounds because I'll always come home to <laughs> something freshly baked that is just delicious. Yeah. You know, there's a bakery right down the street from where I live that is one of the only 20 or something in the whole nation that has two that's master cool. bakers and her icing is better than theirs. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm blown away and I'm not, the, <laughs> I'm not the guy that's like the participation trophy for everybody either. It's yeah. just kind of, I played sports. There's a reason you play sports is to, to win, you know? Right. So I've told her when she's made things, you know, even when she was only eight or nine, I'm like, yeah, you could probably do better, <laughs> but in a nice way, yeah. you know, to build her up and say, Hey, why don't you try this or that? And then she would, you know, yeah. so equally I praise her just as highly. This is the best icing I've ever tasted yeah. so in my life. So you tell her the
1: truth, but you tell her the feedback when she needs to. You got it. it. Absolutely. So Yeah, I love that. Because, like, you know, my my husband's somebody who has not worked in his vision. And I love yeah. this story because, like, if you, you think back to what did you do as a kid? And what he, like my husband's obsessed with cars. Like, obsessed with cars. Oh, like, man. I always ask him, like, why did you do something with cars? Like, yeah. well, I don't know how. It's the same, same conversation. Yeah. So you just yeah. start. Yeah. That's
0: just, one of the things is you, you just start, you just say yes. And you just start, who cares if you don't but know the people get
1: stuck on the hell. That's yeah. the key.
0: And he wanted, this was p- part of the point that I was making with your husband. He probably doesn't know what that end goal even looks like. Yeah. You know, it's just something. So that is part of the vision and that's okay too. Even if you don't know the whole picture, you yeah. know, almost if you have this picture in your head, like you can see, you know, if it we're in San Diego, if you see across the bay and you can see Coronado, but totally. there's this big fog over it, you still know that it's there. Yeah, because you've seen bits and pieces of it yes. here and there. You might not know if you've never been there what the whole thing looks like yet. But now you're starting to think, how do I get over there?
1: So, do you have a method you take people through? Like, like, I, and I, I know we're going to talk about your event, but like, yeah. is there a theme of that? Like, okay, if people do like kind of these four things, it gets them there. Like, how do you how do you work that? Like, what do you think is missing from people to get them through that piece?
0: The first, yeah, it, it goes through what's. What they feel, well, what they feel they like, okay. you know, that's really it. What, like we were talking about, yeah. and there's a lot of questions to ask at that point. Then it goes into where they feel, and there's a whole process to feel and actually really kind of dig deep and yeah. pull out what's holding them back right now. Got it. Because there's a million reasons. there's some work required
1: there sometimes. There really
0: is. That's where most of it is, you know. so oh, I believe that. Once we yeah. get out of that realm and actually start to dissect those, because most of them, most of them don't even matter. Because it's mm-hmm. just their own hang-ups because they don't realize where the how is. And that's almost kind of like a simultaneous thing. Because you can start implementing these things and saying, well, well, if we figured out at least a piece of your vision, yeah, let's just set course for that. Totally. And I can show you the first couple of steps. Even mm-hmm. if you can't see beyond those first couple of steps, the moment you take those first couple of steps, you're going to see the next couple totally. as you get there. And that's why I've never – and this was just – it's part of my nature. It's what it is, but I know that it works because I never know the entire path. Yeah, ever, and mm-hmm. that—that's something key for everyone to grab onto because you will never know. I shouldn't say never, but you know, you might have like a, a small task-based. But they get it.
1: They're scared. Exactly, They're scared of that's that.
0: it. Because they don't know the how, and there's all these other factors, mm-hmm. and that's why you burn the net.
1: Yeah, burn the net. <laughs> you, you, Everything you know. <laughs> says net. I think you're saying nut. Nut. <laughs> burn the harness. The
0: net. Yeah, the there harness. you
1: go. <laughs> burn the harness. Oops. But it is scary for people, and I get that. Yes. I get that. So tell me your vision of this event, because he's created, he just, I just learned about yeah. this event. It sounds super cool. But can you tell us where that vision came from and like what, what that is?
0: You got it. I have this flip side of me, this alter ego, right, because I'm an ordained pastor also. I, I helped launch three very successful churches in the Chicago area, okay. and that was kind of a bivocational thing. Okay. I never wanted to... Obtain any sort of finances from the church, even though I was offered salaries over and over and over again okay. because I was always the number two in these churches. Just, really, just driving the business side of these things. That's that was it. your
1: give, also. You like to do. It okay. was. You
0: got it. Yes, and I love that. And also, I was a semi-pro musician at that time too. I mm-hmm. played guitar, played drums ever since I was a young kid, five mm-hmm. years old. I learned how to play drums. I was playing a full kit, playing jazz music. <laughs> totally. <laughs> when I was five, then I moved into guitar, playing the Metallica. Mm-hmm. You know, which is great. Side note: They have a last concert coming up here soon with the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. Oh, wow. Right in San Francisco, yeah, but uh, I don't know, see those are the squirrels that I'm yeah, talking about, okay. yep <laughs> so. Out of all that, because that's Mm -hmm. the creative side of Mm -hmm. me, right? And then I've got the nuts and bolts side. But the nuts and bolts side, I only do because I can. That's the integrator part. I like to live in the creative space and the vision side of things in order to lead things Mm -hmm. things forward. And when you have a vision, when you can actually articulate what that vision is, other people will jump on board. That's a huge part of leadership. Yeah,
1: enrolling someone in your vision.
0: Yes, exactly. And unless you can actually say what that is and actually talk about it. And this is a key part, too. because. for those who may not even know what their entire vision is, start talking about it. Start telling everybody about it. Because the yeah. more you speak it, the more is going to come out. And just even in the way that you talk, you will put more pieces yeah. together.
1: And not saying I'm thinking about saying I it, I am. Right on. I am yeah. creating.
0: It's not an if. You know, it's yeah. not if this would ever happen. Like I talked about, you know, six years before I actually jumped off the deep end and decided to do my own thing, it it, it became a when. And that's key. You were dead on with that, too. So he's
1: creating, I knew he had a solid vision when he said, He said, I'm creating the first and largest uh, conference that teaches people the how. The how. With their vision. Right on. It's not like just, uh, let's figure out your vision. It's all
0: about the tool set, the skills. Right on. I mean, there will be some pumping you up because everyone needs that. They need to be lifted up and the mindset needs to change. Mm -hmm. A lot of what we've talked about today is mindsets. Yeah. Right? But what helps alleviate that is when you feel like you have the how totally that you actually have even if it's not all of the how you at least have the first step or two yes and that's what this is
1: so this is what's cool you all and um and I I'm going to I'm going to pump this up for you a little bit because this is cool cuz I'm somebody who's spent so much money on coaches and mentors. Like I can't yeah. even, I don't even want to count. I don't even want to know, know the number. It's a <laughs> lot. Um, but what's so cool is like, I looked at your speaker panel of yeah. who you have at your event and it's like those people would be hundreds of thousands of dollars to coach it with individually. Be, yeah. So it's like to get yep. that information in one room, that's, during an event, that's you were hitting it on the head.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And in, in the 48 second sizzle that was just done, that's it is I am putting together all of these pieces of the, yeah. of the puzzle, these amazing mentors, amazing coaches in one Room. That's awesome. It's not just sales. It's not just operations. It's not just finances. It's all of these.
1: Now, who can go? Anyone or
0: anyone can go. Yeah, okay. and that, thats the beauty of it too. Because there's those that we were talking about, visionaries and, and integrators, right? There's those that might be career makers, mm-hmm. and I love career makers because without career makers, to be able to support what we do as visionaries. Yep. None of us would be making any progress towards anything. We can set a course, sure, but we have to have somebody to build the ships. We have to have somebody to steer that thing, you know, (laughs) because there's sometimes, even as even though I know where we're going, I might not know how to steer that ship. At that yeah. point, And I can find somebody who's very, very good at doing that. Mm. So those career makers can help accomplish those visions. And that's their vision in their own personal success story. Yeah. You know, and that's cool too, because it's supposed to be that way. They have this thought of, you know what? I'm going to serve others by serving this mission, yeah. this vision. I love it. And I'm going to support that because I'm one of the, the pedestals, the cornerstones of this vision. And without me, and this is so true, without me, not saying me, Rick mm-hmm. Jordan, but this person who who's a career maker, without me, this thing would never be able to happen. Yeah. And I love people that have that mindset.
1: That's so cool. And you guys, this is actually really cool. When I was looking up his um, show, uh, or show, his event... Um, like half the people have been on this podcast so if you're an avid <laughs> listener of the podcast he's got like he's got uh, my friend Shalene Johnson he's got Brad Lee you've got Tom Bayou speaking yeah. you've got Kevin Harrington speaking oh yeah he's got a big lineup you that's got it cool.
0: Kevin's doing something really cool too what's he doing he's, uh, when I was talking with him because he's become a friend through this process too now yeah. and originally it was just hey come speaking he's like yeah absolutely I'm going to waive my speaking fee for you because yeah. uh, we, we're in the same mastermind together okay. we hang out at the same place that's where we met yeah. he's like I want to see this and by the way can I do year two <laughs> you know, Yeah. So he's asking already but then I started thinking I'm like you know what Everybody really, really knows you from Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure everybody asks this because you know, everybody probably wants a chance to pitch you.
1: Yes, how do I pitch them? Exactly. I, I mean, his
0: first book was like the perfect pitch, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's the original shark from Shark Tank. Now in this too, he's, he's saying, you know what? Just pick three people. I'm like, awesome. I'm going to run a contest and we'll do one-minute pitches. Totally. They can pitch you live on stage. I said, don't worry, man. You don't have to you know, yeah. invest in anything. He's like, oh, no, no. If there's something good, I will because he's, a, that's his vision too. Yeah. And now he's at this phase in his life to where, of course, it's going to make him money, but he's supporting other people, including me, because this is year one yes. of this event. And the stage is huge. The The impact is going to be so large just even in year one. So and awesome. that's what's blowing my mind out of this.
1: What's that? What's, but I know we're going to, we're going to talk some more. What's the link for it for people to, if they if they're listening right now and they're like, I want to go to this event. Where do they go? What's you got the it. Site? It's
0: all in growth,
1: all in growth, And I'll put it in the show notes to you all, but I I just want to make sure you know what that is, in case you're like, I got to pull yeah. it over and look this thing up.
0: Thank you, because you've got to be all in, and that comes yeah. back to burning the harness. Yeah, I use yeah, your phrase. Yeah,
1: that. are you all in? <laughs> so, okay, so and actually, you just touched on something really interesting about, um, and I always say that about enrolling people yeah. in your vision. I think it's so key. Um, that's the other cool thing is no one will ever say no to your vision if it aligns to theirs. Yep. So, I want people to hear that too, because the reason you got those fabulous speakers to speak at your event is you pitched your vision to, as your truth, you, you trying it. to sell them. It's just like, this is my vision. Yeah. They have a vision too, and it aligned. So that's what works. So it's not, so so many times people say, well, I don't know how to sell my idea or I don't know. you don't have to sell your idea. You have to be convinced about your vision and right then you on. have to talk about it.
0: Right on. That's exactly it. And that's what we were just saying too. Even if you don't know all the pieces of it for this, I knew what it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know, I knew exactly what it was going to look like because there's this thing too. I've been, you and I have been doing this for a long time also. Sure. 15 years ago, not so much the case. And that's where I'm getting, I remember where I started to where I could only see a little piece of it. That's it, mm-hmm. and visualization is a big thing for me too. Okay. Because I know that if I can't see almost all of it now, it's not something that I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, because so I.
1: So can you take us through that? Because I say I know people hear that a lot, like yeah. visualize. Like, is there a process you use to do that? Like, I have a vision. You're looking at my vision board right now over here. I yeah. do those all the time. But I do like you that. have a? What's your process for visualization?
0: That's really cool because that's that's tangible. I <laughs> do them all.
1: I make one like every six months. I love that. And they, I'm up leveling. You guys can't see my vision board right now, but I just want you to know I have private jets on there that's happening yeah (laughs) so it's like I just I put whatever I'm like everything happens on my vision board so I'm just up leveling it
0: right on I love that yeah I uh well sometimes my visualization involves scotch you know yeah I'm just straight up exactly that's I I like it first off but second it's it's the creative side you know because almost every good piece of music was written under the influence of alcohol that's uh... (laughs) a
1: that or something else <laughs> Exactly yes <laughs> so.
0: last year i wrote my entire first book you know i came it was it's a book of stories it's true stories yeah. from my life but getting the bullet points for the stories was just sitting with a glass of scotch yeah. not a bottle but a glass of scotch because it just yes. releases everything you know so visualization can happen one of the same ways and i will say get to the point to where you are relaxed to where there's mm. nothing else that you have an opportunity to think about. Yeah. Because it's the craziest things for me. The, the best ideas for me come yeah. in those moments, even when I might be in the shower. Yeah. To where I just that's wake you're up. you're shutting
1: off that part of your brain. You
0: that's got like it. To do, to do, to do. Yep. And that's that environment thing again, right? You need to remove yourself from the environment where everything's pulling at you. So whatever yeah. that means to anybody that's listening, whatever that means to that person, to you, yep. that's where you need to go. Changing yes. your environment, you know, and I'm not saying go go get drunk. I'm not saying, <laughs> you know, go, go maybe to maybe he
1: is. He's saying get a bottle yeah, of I heard. Yeah, you. <laughs> I
0: mean, there's a, there's sometimes you know which is fun, but but, what,
1: but if you are the type of person that can get into your own state without that, then that's even better. That's like if somebody absolutely. can meditate like yeah. that. I think a lot of times people turn to substances. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but they do that to help shut off the yeah. brain.
0: You got it in that area. That's really the key to it. And too. I can't
1: tell you how many entrepreneurs I've talked to that their great idea started with. Well, I was with a shaman, and yeah. you know, so so. It's I was
0: dancing combat. naked around a fire, yeah, yeah, <laughs> with a bunch of other dudes, yeah. Yeah,
1: so I've, it's not an uncommon story. Yeah. So Scotch is like the least of the. There we go. Okay, so I feel better. There. Thank you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you up leveled me right now <laughs> in my heart.
1: <laughs> so that's good. So okay, so I love it. So so for, if I'm hearing you correctly, um, if you're the type of person, for those of you listening, that you have something inside of you, you have a vision. Consider that it's not that you haven't figured out your calling or your vision. It's just that you're stuck on the how. Right on. And he's saying, like, don't – like, one, I can tell you not let you – don't let your brain go there, but more importantly, I love his analogy about we changed it from uh, nut to net to <laughs> harness. <laughs> but it was
0: never nut. <laughs> what if that wasn't
1: there? Like you, be resourceful on how you can get to the how. Yeah. Like get yeah. the how if that's what's going to make you feel yeah. comfortable. And like some, your event sounds perfect for that.
0: You got it, and that, that's what it's meant to be. There, there is a lot of motivation, a lot of mindset stuff. I mean, you've seen the lineup of speakers. Yes, there's. Guys and if, girls that just focus on that.
1: If people go to your event, uh, what could they expect to? Well, first of all, I want to know yeah. if you're the type of person who, complete that sentence, like who would go to your event? If you're the type of person who, what?
0: If you're the type of person that has this thought, of something that you know that you need to do that's burning inside of you, but you're just stuck in the how or you're scared for whatever reason and you need to figure out how to get over that. That's what this is because everybody is the same room. It's like if you're that person to where you feel like you're so close to something that you can just taste it and you just need that one last piece of the puzzle. That one last step to take. Totally. This is it. And,
1: that, and so, are they going to walk away with what? What do you think they, they all will
0: walk with? away with the toolbox in order to take that next step, that next piece of the puzzle? Because I'm going to give them the whole freaking puzzle. So, they'll have a plan. They'll have <laughs> like the actual
1: it. plan. that sounds yes. like a no brainer. Right Plus, on. he's doing it in Vegas. Like, side note, that's fun.
0: Oh, I know. It is fun. Yeah. <laughs> After <laughs> the conference, and I did it five miles off the strip, it's at okay. a five star, you know, okay. Green Valley Ranch Resort, but specifically because of that. It doesn't mean don't have some yeah. fun at nights, but I've got a welcome reception the first night, a VIP party the second night. I don't care that if you do the third awesome. night because it's over. But I'm trying to keep everybody there because I want everyone engaged because yes. I know the value of the content.
1: Yeah, and I like that you have a bunch of... Because I've been to a lot of events and yeah. I've recommended events to but I like that you have a lot of top-notch people at this one. That's month. how it's, so it's got to be. Like, yeah. And it's, you are the sum of who you surround yourself with, so yeah. I think it's a, just a perfect thing.
0: You got it. It's and amazing. even that, too. I mean, even that, just get... All the speakers. I mean, it was you know pitching your idea, as you said, right? Yeah. But really, it was... Not pitching the idea, it was casting the vision. Totally. Saying, this is what this event is supposed to be. And they're like, all right, that sounds like me. Cool. Nothing was hard. Yeah. About it. And it should never be hard to get others to follow your vision. Totally. If you are clear on your own vision and you believe in your own vision, for sure. You're never going to have difficulty and getting others.
1: And the people others. that say no, it's not meant to be because they're not aligned that's with the exactly vision. That's exactly it. So that's, that's exactly. and I think when you get super clear on your vision, you don't care about the no's because you're talking yeah. to a very specific
0: Yeah. and that's that person's hang up. And that's yeah. okay because they might have a different vision and a different purpose in life than what you do. Yeah, It's not that they're a bad person or you can't lead people. Neither of those are true. It's just that it's a mismatch. Totally. And where you're going.
1: Yeah. Okay. I do have a, okay. First of all, say the link again. Cause I, yeah. I skipped over it a few times. Yeah, so no worries. Share. What is the link? If they want to do the, go to this. or Look, sure. at, look at it Vegas.
0: Allingrowthconference.com.
1: Allingrowthconference.com. Okay. There's another, there's a question I ask every single guest I yeah. have, and I'm dying to know what you're going to say here. Although I think I kind of know. Bring it on. Okay. <laughs> if somebody's in their own personal rock bottom spot, like yeah. they, whatever it is, financial, maybe they were laid off, their business fell apart, whatever that is, yep. healthcare, healthcare, um, and they're feeling the self beat up because yeah. I know you said you didn't go there, but I'm assuming it came on at some oh, point, yeah. like it's tapping yeah. at you. If you were to give them three pieces of advice to start leveling up and creating everything from nothing from that spot, what would you tell yep. them?
0: The first is to change your environment and that okay. that's the first place to start. And what I didn't get to a little bit, which is a whole other story is the health scare that I had where I almost died four oh, wait. years I mean, ago. You must tell us this. Okay. Then I will yeah. tell you <laughs> because I lost the weight the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I killed my gallbladder. Oh, wow. In that process, because I was eating way too little fats. Oh, wow. And this thing became. Nobody's,
1: th- heard, I, nobody's heard of the eat too little fat. That's I
0: know, interesting. right? Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't going after any kind of plan or anything like that. I was just making sure I had clean foods, non fatty foods in a certain calorie right. range. That, that's all I was sticking to. And then I was physically active. That's all, all it was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't rocket science to me, and it achieved the weight result. It didn't achieve the change your life result because it actually put this monkey wrench into my life a year later. I didn't feel it right away. But through this process, because I guess your gallbladder... It has to have fats to process in your body. Otherwise, everything just stays in there stagnant and yeah. it isn't used. Yeah. But then it just dies oh my when gosh. that happens. And for eight months, no one could figure out what was going on with me because I was asymptomatic. Because you're thinking I'm eating
1: healthy. I'm like, yeah.
0: Exactly. I mean, they're looking at my brain saying oh my that gosh. maybe you've got you know, some weird neurological stuff going on. I mean, just weird stuff like fainting in the middle of nowhere, oh, wow. you know, having weird blood pressure spikes. Let's this see. thing became like a zombie organ when they went in because I finally had pain here. You know, like eight months into this process. And even then they're like, yeah, it's probably not. And I'm like, listen, this is the only thing that I have to go on. And I was convincing them. I was pitching them on my vision. Yeah. I have this vision of being healthy again. And if this is the next step in the how, take this freaking thing out. Yeah. Yeah. It's in my way right now. Right on. And the surgeon's like, well, okay. He's like, I've got enough reason to. And I'm like, that's great. He goes, but it might not be it. And I'm going in there. If I'm going in there, I'm taking it out anyways. I'm like okay, so he goes in, and it was supposed to be this easy, super simple, mm-hmm. robotic forty-five minute by-the-book surgery, right? He ends up disengaging the robots. The surgery takes three and a half oh hours. Goes in by hand because this thing was enlarged so much that they didn't even see oh on gosh. scans. The, the crazy part—it was gangrenous. It was black, wow. necrotic, and it attached.
1: So you had all kinds of inflammation. That's why you were yes, so sick. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. And it attached the, this, uh, they called them adhesions, I think. But it was tissue to my liver, my pancreas, and my kidney on this Whoa. side. And it was like a zombie. I don't know if you've ever watched The Walking Dead, right? It's like oh. it was feeding off of my other oh my organs gosh. even though it was dead, which is why I had all these other That's weird crazy. symptoms. Yes, yeah. Yes. All because I dropped weight the wrong way. <laughs>
1: So what did they do? They take it out. They did take they,
0: it out, and then and that then, was that was it.
1: And then, what do you when you don't have a gallbladder? What happens?
0: Well, the, when you don't have a gallbladder, everyone says, "Oh, you don't need that." It's an organ. I I would disagree. I with believe we
1: are born with <laughs> it. We need it for something. <laughs>
0: exactly. It's made for when you eat those. I found out this out, too because I did a lot of study on my own. It's made for when you eat really fatty meals. You know, so, let's, so it helps you
1: process it. Right on, But then yeah. if you don't have fat, it has issues.
0: Yeah, if you don't have enough fat in your diet, it has issues because mm-hmm. it's, it's a reservoir. Your liver constantly produces bile, mm. and that goes down into your small intestine, and when you don't have the fat, it reuptakes that into your gallbladder from when you have, I don't know, fettuccine Alfredo. Wow. Or if in the mornings, you know, you, if you're on Bulletproof, whatever, which I love, Dave mm-hmm. Asprey's awesome, mm-hmm. If in the morning you're, you're downing that MCT oil, the brain octane oil, yeah. whatever it is, because that's all saturated fat. Totally. It squirts out that extra concentrated bile to help digest that. Mm. And that's when it's used. It, it contracts and okay. then it helps you digest all those really fatty meals. Yeah. If you don't have a gallbladder, you just continue, your liver always produces bile and it just keeps dripping into your intestines.
1: And do you have to watch eating fat now?
0: I, uh, they tell you that. So the MDs will tell you that, but what I found out in my own life, I don't know if this would be the same mm-hmm. for everybody else, and this is why I said Dave Asprey's awesome, is because when I found out about grass-fed butter mm-hmm. and brain octane oil, it was almost like an instant change around about three wow. months after I had my surgery because I, I started looking into it, and the fats absorb the bile and vice versa. So, so what, now you
1: have a bulletproof coffee every morning. Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I don't mix I don't like it in the coffee. Yeah. You know, so but you uh,
1: make sure you have MCT right oil on. and and That's butter. exactly
0: That's it. Yeah. I might cook with the MCT oil, you know, but then I'll also put two tablespoons of grass fed butter on like a low calorie English yeah. muffin or something like that. So yeah. I eat a lot of fat yeah. every morning. And I eat a lot of fat throughout the day, too. Totally. <laughs> it's, it's very healthy for you. It feeds your brain. Yeah. I eat a lot, of, eat good a lot of fat as well. You got it. Yeah. So the low fat's never the way. I'm going to say that low fat is just never the way. Mm-hmm. I've found. Personal yeah. experience, yeah, not a doctor. But that was uh, some more failure with that. Where sure. did I start on this story? Because the
1: three things that someone would need yes, to level Yes, change up. your
0: environment. So after I came out of that surgery, because I had this weird mental block at that point, because for eight months I had this problem. And nobody could figure out, and it's like, what's going to happen? Am I going to die? Is this the way that life's going to be throughout this whole process? Yeah. Right? So as soon as the solution was found, you know, the the how, whatever it is, I needed to change everything about my mindset at that point so I changed my environment. I couldn't be in the house I was in anymore. So mm. we built a new house. You know, now some might not build a house but they could move because that was the house I was sick in. Totally. And I needed to get back on track with my vision.
1: I, I love that. That was
0: there. So I needed to change my environment. I got a new car. Yeah. I love my Audi that I had at that time. Yeah. I had to ditch it because yeah. that was the car I drove myself to the doctor in.
1: <laughs> I get it. Yeah, you you changing your environment is key. Everything had to be new to change your environment. That's the first one, and you don't need a lot of money to change your environment. You You don't, don't. not at all. Some people say that they're like I, you. There's things simple things you can do. Yeah,
0: you got it. It could be just quitting your job and going to get a new job. If you're that that integrated. I mean, it literally could be
1: putting a vision board up instead of looking at your bills. Right on. You know, it could be. That's beautiful. Yeah,
0: I love that. That's perfect. So the first one is changing your environment, and we're doing three things, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second that you absolutely need to do is stop getting hung up on the how. And that's where we're at. You know, whatever is scaring you right now, I think this is a Tony Robbins thing. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're scared, you must. Mm-hmm. I, I embody that because to me, that's going all in. If something is hard... And there's a little bit of a freak out yeah. about it. Then it's like, well, shoot, now I have to do it. Yeah. You know, that was the same way with this event too, because the way it came together, it was just through a, a lot of adversity sure. Two partners that backed out on me with this, you know, and with about a half a million dollars on the line <laughs> mm. to put this thing. It costs money to put these things together. Yeah. The whole budget oh, is like 1.2 I million. I can't even. Yeah. I'm yeah, not going not to not gonna put hold it event it's, in time it's, soon. Good <laughs> it, for you. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. But then you tell the vision okay. and say, this is what it's supposed to be. And this yeah. is what it's meant to be. And then other people will jump on board. Yeah. You know, and that really is the number three too and I mentioned this earlier
1: I'm doing the math in my head but I'm like I know what you're charging for tickets and I know what you just said I'm like they don't
0: add up they don't (laughs) no they don't add up at all you're
1: doing this is a big give that you're doing yes it absolutely
0: is and it's probably because of year one even the speakers that are coming to because they this is a big give for them yeah because they are bought into this vision and it is a Rick Jordan yeah which you
1: guys don't realize it is highly unusual especially people of that caliber to not have a speaker fee yeah like it's not even really heard of, so that's they must buy into your vision to be yeah. that.
0: <laughs> Thank God they do. Yeah, yeah it's incredible. But they're great people, amazing people. Because, but there's nothing like this that I can see, anyways. That's been created yeah. yet, you know. And this is the next best thing that's there. I love it. And I think it's almost anyone who decides to come, it is their next best move. Totally. Is to be in this room. You know, that's a, maybe that's a bonus one, you know, cause I said, you know, speaking your vision and yeah. talking about it all the time. That was really my number three, because the more you talk about it, the more it's going to solidify and the more of it you will see clearly.
1: But talk about it from a place of power. I'm assuming yes, you're saying, absolutely. not from like, I'm thinking of doing this thing.
0: Right on. Because right no one on. buys into that. I saw this BS article uh, six months ago, maybe something like that, that I don't even know where they got. You see, of course, the internet's never wrong, right? (laughs) (laughs) It, It was talking about how those that end up achieving their dreams that go after are the ones that never talk about them. You know, because when they talk about them, they get scared and think through all this stuff. Exactly.
1: At all, I don't know who. What kind of article is that? I don't remember where where it was from.
0: Yeah, but that place should just be burned to the ground because
1: somebody that got paid fifty dollars to write the article. Probably. (laughs) Yay for them.
0: That's crazy. They got dinner tonight. No, I.
1: I mean, I think of people that have achieved massive success. They were relentless talking about their Always. vision and they wouldn't consider it selling. They're just talking about you their got vision. It.
0: Yeah. It, it instills it more in you yeah. when you do that because you might have, and this is, this is a case of it, you know, cause you, you might have this thing like, you know what? I know this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I know this is where I'm, where I'm supposed to go, what I'm supposed to go after. I don't know how I'm going to get there. Yeah. I don't even see all of it. And then when you start talking about it, the more you hear yourself speak it, totally. the more you're going to believe it yourself. Mm -hmm. And the more you get, the more you speak it, the better you're going to get at casting that vision for others too, because you will figure out better ways to explain yourself. And that's a hang up sometimes. Even for me, it's like, I've got this stuff in my head. How do I say it the right way? How do I actually get this idea out to where everyone else can make sense of it? But the only way to do that is just keep talking about it. Yeah, that's really good.
1: This is so good. I don't. I'm gonna have to have you back. What? Um. Okay. So one more time. Where do they yeah. find you? Because they'll. Um. They want. They want to hear more and be in Vegas with you. Where do they go? And, yeah. if they, and if they, for some reason, they can't go to your event, where can they learn more about you? They can learn more do?
0: about me at RickJordan.tv. Okay. Yep, yeah, That's where that they, they, you can find me. I mean, you can, I'm on all the social media. You can DM me. I still respond to DMs too. Even awesome. though I have a media team, I personally respond to DMs. So we'll put your Instagram
1: and everything in the show notes yeah, as absolutely. well. But what is your Instagram just so they yep. can hear?
0: Mr. Rick Jordan, MR Rick okay. Jordan. Yes.
1: Okay. And if you don't know how to find, sometimes people don't know how to find, if you go to my page on Instagram, Natalie Jill Fit, and you look for who I'm following, you can look up Rick. It'll come up right away. Awesome. Um, so that's awesome. Well, I yeah. love it. Well, I hope you, um, I, I'm excited for you and your event. I can't wait to hear how it goes. Yeah. And I, it sounds like You've it's just going to be, you're my sounds guest. Like, yeah. I know. <laughs> I am it looks like I'm going to have to be there now. I'm all pumped up right hear about it. Um, it, and I just can't wait to see the results that come from, it. not just the speakers. I don't, I don't care about them. I care about the people going to the event, what they're going to build it. from this.
0: That's it. And that's what I keep saying is I'm, I'm doing it for you. You know, yeah. I'm doing it for everybody that's sitting that's in those amazing. seats. And that's the visualization part because I can see myself standing on stage and I can see myself looking out into a sea of a thousand people yep. and just seeing transformation on each one of their faces. That's incredible. And that, that's even while others are there, I see myself in the back of the room while somebody else is up on the yep. stage and watching the transformation take place from one of these other amazing mentors incredible. that's standing on stage.
1: All right. Well, I hope to see a lot of you in Vegas. for listening. Yeah, right I think on. You sold us on this. We're gonna party. We're all enrolled in your vision. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for being yeah, thank here. Thank you. And, this is
0: awesome. And
1: so people find him, uh, go to his event, um, follow him on Instagram, and you can DM him if you have any. If you want to yeah. let him know what you think, and if you loved this show, please um, share it with others or give us a review so we know that you want more. And if you want to have him come back, tell us that too. Sweet. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. Thanks for leveling up with us today. Please share this episode if you found it helpful so others can join in. And don't forget to hit that subscribe so you don't miss out on future shows. And if you would leave me a five-star review, I appreciate those so much. I read all of them and it's how I know that I'm giving you information that you find valuable. And come interact with me over on Instagram at Natalie Jill Fit. I read all the direct messages and comments over there. Make it a great day creating everything from nothing.
0: Hey, thanks for going all in with me today. Subscribe to the show so you get the new episodes when they come out every Monday. Rate and review the show if you're listening on iTunes. Follow me on social media at Mr. Rick Jordan. As always, you can find links and references to anything we've talked about in this episode in the show notes. And finally, share this episode with someone who you think might be able to level up their life by listening. I am Rick Jordan, and I approve this message.